I want to share with you a life-changing experience that I had as a small child. It caused me to live without fear. And it also became the very first seed of my priestly vocation. When I was seven years old, my family left India to come to the United States. It was 1976. When I was, that was a very traumatic move for me. Why? Well, you might think it was a great thing for me. After all, who doesn't want to come to America? People are lining up. But if you could look at things through my seven-year-old eyes, it would seem like I lost everything overnight. It felt like I lost all my friends, my neighborhood where I played, the movie theater with the balcony seating, which I loved, the Indian spicy food that I ate, the language of Hindi and Malayalam, which I spoke fluently at the time, but not anymore, my school called St. Columbus. And I landed in a world where I knew no one and nothing about the culture. Of course, I would learn to love this new world, but the seven-year-old Father John felt scared and lonely and lost. But I also felt something else, the first stirrings of faith. How so? Well, I began to believe in my own little childlike way that even if I lost everything and everyone in the world that I knew, there is something and someone I could never lose. And that was God. I believed from then on that God would hold me in his hands and never let me fall. This profound early experience also started to shape what I should do with my life. I felt that not only should this experience help me grow in faith as a Christian, it might help others too. Can you guess who tells other people about God and how he holds them in the hollow of his hand? That's right, priests do. You're so smart. Of course, I could not have articulated that at the time. But that experience in 1976 was a gold mine of grace. And I have returned time and time again to tunnel into that mine and find priceless nuggets of faith, hope, and love. And I want to spend what years the Lord is pleased to give me tunneling further into that mine and bringing out the gold of grace for everyone I minister to as a priest. This is one of the great ironies of the Christian life. Just when you think you have lost everything, you have finally gained the most important thing, God. In the gospel today, Jesus seems to be speaking to me and to my experience as a small child leaving India. He says, first of all, fear no one. And I certainly learned to live without fear of anyone. Because while others can deprive me of everything material, no one 
can touch the God who holds me tightly in his hands. Jesus seems to reiterate this point by adding, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. In other words, the physical, material world, which includes our own bodies, can be killed or lost. But that is not the ultimate loss, because your soul is still in God's hands. And the second point Jesus makes also echoes and resonates with me personally. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. I feel I do that as a priest. God whispered to me in my little seven-year-old heart that he holds me in his hands. And in the darkness of the loss of leaving India, and now I share that profound experience in the light of the Eucharistic Lord and proclaim it and preach it from the rooftops of these pulpits. <laughs> My friends, do you live in fear of some kind of loss? I think we all do if we're honest with ourselves. Perhaps you fear losing your job because of company cutbacks. Or maybe you worry that something will happen to your car or to your home or to your possessions. Maybe you fear bodily illness and disease or even death. Maybe it is the loss of your parents that you fear or your children or your friends that paralyzes you. Or you may fear losing your hair or your dog, which would be the worst thing of all. In a sense, these fears are healthy and normal emotions, like I felt when I left India and thought I lost everything. And the simple fact is, my friends, that we will eventually lose all these things. But that is only half the story. The good news is that what wins over fear and loss is faith and love. Our childlike faith in God and His endless love for us. That little lesson I learned as a seven-year-old is one that we will all learn sooner or later. I recommend sooner. Ten years ago, Bishop Taylor gave me a brief sabbatical of three months to live with the Carmelite friars in Dallas. The Carmelites understand perhaps better than anyone the deep Christian irony that only in losing everything will we finally find God. St. John of the Cross, one of the greatest Carmelite mystics of all, captured this truth saying, now listen, in order to arrive at having pleasure in everything, desire to have pleasure in nothing. In order to arrive at possessing everything, desire to possess nothing. In order to arrive at being everything, desire to be nothing. In order to arrive at knowing everything, desire to know nothing. I obviously did not become a Carmelite friar, because here I am. But I was glad 
for those three months to tunnel a little deeper into that gold mine of grace that I discovered when I was seven. It is when we begin to lose things that we begin to gain God. My friends, I know this is a pretty sober and somber sermon for a Sunday in the middle of summer. We're all just trying to be on vacation, Father John. Give us a break. We just want to be on the beach or climbing a mountain. But like Wesley said to Princess Buttercup in the movie Princess Bride, life is pain, your highness. Anyone who tells you different is trying to sell you something. I'm not trying to sell you anything, but just sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, which will help your faith to overcome your fear and to help you live in peace in the midst of your pain. Praised be Jesus Christ.